was uh, Mexico. Mexico was lit. Was lit? Was lit. Like fuego. What were you doing down there? Down there for a wedding. Uh, funny enough, if you guys do follow us on Instagram, like all of you should be doing, I was recording a story on IG and halfway through I realized it was actually the podcast and there was actually some stuff that like you know shouldn't get out to the public so that's that oh. secret content that's great that's great I did notice that a uh, few more uh, cities as far as listeners go popped up in the country of Mexico so you must have done a little bit of uh, promotion down there Jay, I promote the podcast wherever I go. And you know what was actually one of the craziest parts about Mexico besides their weddings? Because that was the second time I've been down there. And each time they just show up. It, it's a it's a rager from the afternoon. What they do is they have the ceremony in the afternoon. You go to the reception. You eat dinner. You dance your ass off. You drink a lot of tequila. And then they actually bring out a second serving of dinner around 2 to 3 a.m. so you can keep partying until 5 to 6. I thought Miami was lit, but then I started going down to Mexico, and that's another world. Dude, Mexicans know how to party, well, and, without a doubt. And the day after was the Super Bowl. And have you ever seen the Super Bowl in Spanish, Jay? I have not seen the Super Bowl in Spanish, nor have I seen it in Mexico, but it sounds like you had a lot of fun. looked like it was a blast from the pictures and the text that we were sharing during that time. I mean, since you've been doing this uh, for the past three weeks, uh, we'll go ahead and say that you went south of the border in the uh, the video game world as well with some uh, outside-the-box goals in FIFA. You know, I lost one of four, but I think a little bit more disrespectfully, you did not play me you cannot bring. You cannot bring up. You cannot bring up old FIFA matches. That was the some, game before. Sometime. We're talking about what just happened. And yeah, I don't play PKs. I'll play Golden Goal. But we're not going to finish this on PKs. We're going to finish this off raw skill. Listen, guys, this may be the most and breaking. You got some goals dumped on you. This may be the most breaking news of the entire podcast. Jay beat me in FIFA. Yeah, it's it's important. See, I found out what was wrong. I made that correction, and then you're like, "Oh, what is this? Your new formation? What's what's all this?" No, man, I made some some corrections to uh, the assistance levels to go. Uh, less assisted by the game, so I'm more in control, which takes you know years of practice, and I've, I've put in years to the video game FIFA. And uh, if you try and do this, which I will invite you to, but you're gonna be shaking these things left and right all day. I have to tell everyone out there, since they've been listening to us for 16 weeks, have I ever sounded like that? Like what? That mimic voice that you just shared. Oh yeah, I mean Hi. you know. I, I, I hear you off off air, you know, or when we're not recording. So yeah, he he completely talks like that. I uh I, I you know I think we need to get in the podcast, Jay, because we might yeah have to yeah roll now our you want now you want to get in the podcast. Uh huh. Listen, uh-huh. you give a guy a dub, he thinks he's the king of the world. Well, welcome everybody to the Inner Miami Podcast. Back at you uh, again. Uh, if you don't already follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Inner Miami Podcast. Uh, check out the website, intermiamipodcast.com, and shoot us an email, Jay and Alex at intermiamipodcast.com. Did want to give a special shout out to our friends over in the United Kingdom. British listeners are definitely on the rise. Scotland is popping off, and England is just blowing up tremendously. So I'm going to just run through a quick shout out to all my English cities out there that are listeners London, Northwich, Rochester, Northampton, Grays, Birmingham. Uckfield, Stratfield, Edmonton, Bristol, Chorley, Barnett, Streatham, and Hayes. Shout out to all you guys listening over there. I know David Beckham is a national 
British treasure. And they're following him. Yes, welcome everybody to the show. Alex J here, kicking it like always, bringing you the hottest pod yet. Love the spike in audience and listener. I was going to say viewership, but I guess it's listenership, if I can call it that. Not yet. Not yet. Almost. Soon. TBD. Cliffhanger. Thank you guys for joining us here today. As Jay said, we experienced an awesome spike in listeners here over the last few weeks. Um, if you want to, you know, I've also seen an increase in reviews getting written. If you want to go ahead and drop us a review, we would appreciate it. I think we're up to about 33 right now. Always appreciate any love. If you got something good to say, let us know. If you don't have anything good to say, save it. They don't, they don't save it. They don't. <laughs> they don't. And this goes out to one in particular. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an air horn, not a siren. But, you know, we did have some pretty big news. I'm just going to pivot quickly away from this. I know everyone's been dying to know what's going on with our DP spots. Um, it looks like we have found a player that we are going to be acquiring here very soon. Looks like all the personal terms have been agreed to. Now we're just trying to work around uh, his transfer clause. But I'm talking about Mr. Rodolfo. Pizarro. Yeah, th- I mean Jay, this is this is a player that we this is a player that we have been waiting to sign and I know it's not official yet. Seems like the news is getting ready to break here at any second, which I know everybody out there in the Inner Miami community is really excited for. This was this is a this is a big domino to fall for us. It is. Uh, I think some listeners might be a little upset or some fans might be a little upset because they, they want those big name Europeans. But again, they're not going to be available till June. Uh, it does take quite a bit to tempt someone over here to the MLS, but he's pretty solid place for the Mexican national team as well. You might have uh, you know been in a close proximity to him while you're down there. You never know. Well, the funny part is you texted me late at night and like I told you, I was well on my way there at the wedding. But, uh, <laughs> but the next day when I was watching the Super Bowl, some of the pregame, I actually saw this come up on breaking news for ESPN. Really? Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. I was actually out with the Chloe's uh, family and uh, just kept refreshing my phone to see if there was any new updates on it and everything. But, you know, really happy with the addition. We need a, a strong midfielder to come in and support, uh, you know, Pellegrini, our young designated player. Comes from the CF Monterey team out of the Mexican League, which, funny enough, Diego Alonso is from as well. So, hmm. uh, you know, I think they did have some, uh, you know, experience together, which is great. Uh, as far as, you know, it's like pure goal scoring, not an absolute scoring midfielder, looks to be more of a creator, can put up the goals, but, you know, he's been with Monterey since 2018, 50 appearances, eight goals. Prior to that is with Guadalajara, 45 appearances, 13 goals. And prior to that, Pachuca, interesting enough, another uh, Alonzo team, uh, where he made 134 appearances in, in eight goals. So, uh, you know, doesn't seem to be that that guy who's really going to come up from the midfield and rip him every time, but could be a, a crucial piece to really help building up play and then of course setting up assists yeah I mean he's been a top tier player for years now and as you said he has the experience working with Mr. Diego for gosh a while now so they have that relationship he can step in he's a trusted person that he can go ahead and rely on there on the field but I mean he was um you know Pizarro is attached to a lot of MLS teams and it seems like he was even close to signing with a couple of them so I think with this addition of Diego Alonso really kind of swayed it in our favor yeah well I think Pizarro was the backup option to uh, Javier Hernandez Chicharito who LA Galaxy just signed 
But, you know, Pizarro's a great player as well. He won the, the CONCACAF Gold Cup with uh, Mexico, and he's been playing uh, with the Mexican national teams from the U21, U23 level, and he, since 2014, has been playing with the uh, the Mexico national team with 25 appearances in, in five goals. So definitely a, a high quality player. You know, again, don't be too upset if you're looking for just only big European names. You know, we, we got to really build this team uh, onto what Alonso is, is looking for it to be. Yeah. I mean, just because he's not European doesn't mean he's not a stud to be added to this team. Exactly. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, as any team in the MLS would be for, I think that anybody would be excited to have him on the team. Again, this is, not officially yet executed he is not officially on the team yet but like we said in the beginning he is expected to be signed here at any given second yeah the only way i really see this falling through is if a bigger european name comes up that they can actually secure you know in the short short term uh, because it seems like everything is coming over and his transfer fee is around 20 million dollars so he's definitely the most expensive player that uh, you know inter miami would have if they obtained them or him rather, but you know, just stay tuned. They're working that out again. They've already agreed on personal terms, just working out payment for the player's release clause. Uh, but besides that, you know, we, we do have you know some, some other players, but we'll just kind of knock out these quick subjects real quick. We uh, Inter Miami introduced a partial season ticket plan one, the black plan, one, the pink plan. This is if you didn't want to make the full commitment of buying season tickets, you can buy. Uh, they have two choices, black and pink, and they're eight games each. So just kind of quickly in the black plan, we're talking about New York Red Bulls, uh, San Jose Earthquakes, Minnesota United, FC Dallas, New England Revs, Atlanta United, Orlando City, uh, and Montreal. And on the pink side, we've got Philadelphia Union, Toronto FC, uh, FC Cincinnati, uh, DC United, NYCFC, Chicago Fire, Seattle Sounders, and Columbus Crew. Take a drink, man. That was a lot. That was a lot. And thanks, Jay. Uh, You know, for you math whizzes out there, that's 16 games in total, eight games split. From the black and from the pink, we urge all of you to get full season tickets if you can. But if you can't, this is a great second option for you. Um, Season's right around the corner, so be sure to check these out quickly. Yeah, you know, just off a quick glance coming into, you know, without having any history in the MLS, I would be... If I was on the outside without season tickets looking to buy some sort of package, I'd probably lean more towards the black plan because we already know Orlando City is going to be our, you know, state derby. And then, you know, Atlanta United will more than likely be the the Eastern Conference derby with Inter. You can't go wrong either way. Come out and support the team and let's get this. Let's get the season started here, Jay. It's creeping up. Funny enough, you mentioned that because on Friday, uh, they're going to have a closed-door scrimmage with the USL team, Charleston Battery. Wow. Well, you know what we need to play games? We need a soccer ball. Yes. I guess we call them footballs now. We do, but we should probably have kits as well. Yeah, that's a good point right there. They're <laughs> actually going to have the New York... Uh, kit release party where they're going to be debuting uh, all of the MLS teams. And, you know, there's different players that are coming out from, uh, I believe Derek Henry is going to be coming out and, and repping Nashville's uh, kit. And then I saw one other big name. I can't really remember right now. I think someone from the Bucks. I don't know if it's, it's, it's Giannis or not, but uh, we actually have two Academy players in Miami that are coming out repping the jerseys. So keep an eye on that. That is tonight. Uh, Thursday, February 5th at 8.30. You can check that out at MLS.com, MLSsoccer.com. 
I know everyone is just waiting in anticipation. They did have the leak, so people will have a good idea of what they're going to look like. But, you know, what's uh, there's been a curveball out there before. Yeah, and based on what we saw a few days ago, I'd be pulling for Shakira to be our uh, our spokesperson there. Yeah, yeah. Because those hips don't lie. Those hips do 43 not lie. 43 years and shaking. I, I, I believe she has a residence in Miami. I want to say she she has something in Miami, which would be interesting down the road because she's married to Gerard Piquet, the center back for Barcelona. It would be a if, damn shame if, if he didn't. wants to come over, you know, raise his family in America, but still play some soccer. Uh, Inter Miami is going to be here, so Gerard Piquet, if you're listening, I know there's a very high chance you are a listener of ours. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be waiting. Yeah, Shakira is a fan of the pod. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> no, but as Jay said, that announcement is coming out tonight, February 5th, which means we are recording this podcast on Wednesday, you know, February 5th. It's crazy how it works out like that. But uh, also, you know, kind of jumping back a little bit, speaking of USL uh, teams, they had finally come up with the name for the USL team that will also be playing at a Lockhart and will remain there once Freedom Park opens. And give me a drum roll. You want a drum roll? Give me a drum roll. There we go. Oddly enough, it's also going to be Fort Lauderdale Club Day Football. Wow. I know, dude. Wow. Like, dude. Hey, dude, they're saving money with that, uh, the, the, the branding right there. We got some creatives. It looks very, very uh, similar. Just it's Fort Lauderdale Club yeah. Day Football. But uh, we all look forward to that coming as well. Be a good way to uh, groom players and, you know, pick them as we choose. Yeah, I mean, we're just going to keep growing, growing, and growing the presence of soccer down here in South Florida. So, hey, any, any new addition down here is a plus in my book. Yes, I agree. The Academy in uh, Fort Lauderdale, uh, CF, are going to be great, great things that have in place to continue to grow this team. We mentioned all the time, but it's about longevity, and we're in place for it. Yes, we are. So, moving on here obligatory shout out three kings homebrew we are just weeks away from the hefeweizen heron heron the heron hefeweizen so again be sure to check us out tailgate our first home game make sure to come get a cup all right, well, now that we have those smaller items knocked out, the other big news really outside of this uh, Pizarro news was that we have acquired a new player. Would you like to go ahead? Will Trap, ladies and gentlemen. We have a new addition. He's a midfielder, more of a defensive midfielder, but he's a stud. Uh, we acquired him from the Columbus Crew SC in exchange for $100,000 in general allocation money. That's that gam that we're talking about, it seems like, on a weekly basis. The club announced on Friday um, it may have up to 200000 worth of other transactions, but that is all going to be based on the performance of the player. Correct. And we gave them a, an international spot. Absolutely. International player spot. And I think a million percent was that worth it. I like uh, I like Will a lot. He, you know, he's a homegrown player for the Columbus crew. Uh, he worked his way up to captain. He is a great midfielder. Uh you know, offense kind of runs through him. They, they've compared him to the uh, American uh, Pirlo, the great, great magician from AC Milan. But he's also played with the United States men's national team at the U18, U20, U23, and, uh, you know, on the starting squad of the U.S. men's national team. So I think really, really strong addition to our midfield right here. 
Yeah, I mean, to even go back to his youth days, I mean, 2013, when he played in the CONCACAF, he was involved in that team and also the under-20 in the FIFA World Cup. So he does have international experience playing at that level at a very young age. And as Jay said, he got brought up, Columbus crew, he's he's just a homegrown player. He's 27 years old. He's been on the national team over here. Um, since 2013, when he made his professional debut, he's had 204 appearances Two goals, 14 assists, and he took the—he he actually took the Columbus Crew to the playoffs the last four of the seven years that he's been on the team. Um, come, kind of one of the coolest highlights and showcases of his entire career is that he was actually an all-star in 2016, which is fantastic to see on our team. No, I completely agree. He's a very humble kid. Uh, watched some videos on him. Seems to be very involved with the community. So he's kind of joining everyone on this uh, excursion of, of coming up as an expansion team with MLS. But we could not be happier to have him on there. We've been talking about how our defense is so stacked already. Our midfield is, is really close to being there. And I think the addition of, of Will Trapp is going to put us there. If we, you know, barring any major setbacks with Rodolfo Pizarro, our midfield will be set. And then we really only have, you know, five more spots available. Or we'd have four if, if Pizarro comes on the team. So we're really close to having this this thing filled out. We just want to see a little bit more love on the wings on the, uh, you know, attack. So... It's coming. It's here. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, we say it every week. Um, I think they're obviously our midfield, and with the potential addition of Pizarro, is only going to strengthen more. But I mean, the, Will's an excellent addition to the team here. I mean, he's going up there with Uyoya. Uh, Argudo is is a fantastic, and we also got the Ninja Lee Win out there. So I think that. Our midfield is fantastic the way that it is. I think that we have depth for those back-to-back games that may be a little bit more taxing on your legs. Um, defense backline is outstanding and what we have always described on a weekly basis. And, you know, obviously there's a potential to, you know, fill one of our DP spots, but that does leave one remaining, which, you know, Jay and myself have been talking on a weekly basis about how we, we feel that that has to be an attacker. Yeah, no, uh, I, I really think 100%, you know, it has to be. It'd be interesting to see now that we have, you know, three veterans, uh, four veterans really in our midfield, you know, what's going to happen with Pellegrini? Are they going to push him out to maybe a, a more attacking wing position? You know, what's going to go on with that? Speaking of wingers, I know we've spoken about it in the past two or three episodes, but Lewis Morgan finally got his work permit. He is coming over practicing with the team now. The team made the official announcement over the weekend. Again, this guy's great. He can rip him from deep. Seems to be a great, great asset on the on the wings. There it is. Love to have you aboard there. And, you know, without further ado. Yeah, I mean, while we're speaking of new players, we might as well interview one. Might as well interview one because they're all new technically. That is true. That is a, a very good point right there. But... Uh, I have been having a great feeling about this guy since really we signed him. And I know you always tell me like, yo, that's your boy. Uh, I fully expect big things out of <laughs> him. don't sound like that. <laughs> Dude, you are way too sensitive on, on, on my impersonations of you. But you, d- let's not get sidetracked. We're talking about Mr. Jerome Kiesewetter, uh in our attacks. We're going to see if we can find out a little bit more about that. But without further ado, when Alex stops giggling over here. Let's bring him on. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, we are lucky enough to have Mr. Jerome Kisavetter join us on the pod today. Uh, it's an absolute, absolute joy to have you on, man. Welcome to the podcast. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Pleasure. 
So before we get into, you know, the heavy, you know, questions, kind of we'll, we'll, we'll lob up a, a little easy one for you because I'm really interested being half German myself. Uh, what was your favorite thing about Germany outside of football? Outside of football? Mm, that everybody is on time. <laughs> really? Everyone's just punctual. Everybody's punctual. It's like a religion in Germany. Yeah? If you're not punctual, it's you're you're done. You're done in Germany. Well, I gotta say, this is quite a different uh, <laughs> culture down here, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but, but I like it. On I like it time. As, as, but I like it as well. But sometimes it's 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 easier to be punctual. Yeah, and you know, Jerome and uh, we were talking a little bit off mic here. It sounds like the team has moved over to the Bradenton area. It sounds like we're catching him right before uh, dinner happens here in a little bit. But you know, Jerome, I, you know, beyond you know working, you know, playing in Germany, since you've been down here in South Florida, what's kind of been you know your most favorite part about being down here in the sunny state of Florida? Uh, obviously, the weather. Uh, it's unbelievable and um the people the people are very nice it's a very welcoming community and it's just different it's just this uh completely different culture than in germany mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how long have you been down here for uh so i was in fort lauderdale for like three weeks before the preseason started and then preseason another like one or two weeks and now we're in sarasota and then we were in san Lucie before Got it. Got it. And when you first came down here, have you found like a permanent, you know, residence where you're going to stay here or have you had that like home labeled yet? No, I was in uh, at the hotel first uh, for the first one or two weeks. And now I found a place close to Las Olas, uh, close to the Fort Lauderdale downtown area. Uh, Fantastic. And I like it. Hey, well, that's uh, right down the street from myself. Live off uh, Las Olas myself. And I know uh, we had Argudo there on the podcast. I think he was in a hotel right off there. I don't know if you were in the same spot as he was. Yeah, we were in the same hotel. And we were moving into the same apartment complex. Sweet. That's awesome. a beautiful area. I used to live down there as well. But, uh, you know, coming over from, from Germany and, and then, you know, Bundesliga, and then getting into, you know, with El Paso and now Inter Miami. You know, I guess given the experience you have playing with El Paso, what would you say those key differences are between, you know, the Bundesliga and German soccer versus, you know, U.S. soccer to give the listeners just a better idea? Uh, I think it's a different style. Um, it's you, you can't really compare it. Um, it's just a different different approach of football. And um, I like the, the U.S. style a little more. Yeah, and what I guess kind of maybe a little bit different. Like, is how, what's kind of different about it? Um, I would say the German style is like more uh, tactical, and um, the style here, it I wouldn't say is faster, but it's different. It's it's kind of everybody asks me this question, but it's kind of hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say in general, you could say the German style is more tactical, and um, yeah, that's like the main difference like i i could suggest got I it say uh got it and i mean talk, talk to us a little bit you know about yourself you know maybe tell the fans you know what they can expect from you and things like that um what they can expect from me hopefully goals um uh, that's my <laughs> that's our job for strikers of course we have to do uh, a lot of a lot of other things assist goals but that's uh, how we get measured most of the time uh, at the end of the day, it's about winning and scoring. Um, at first, not obviously winning. Uh, that's all that matters for us and the team. 
And for me, I'll just try to work hard and um, hope to score for the team, assist, and just help us to win. Um, that's I think at the end of the day, of the day that's all that matters. Um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to achieve this season. Excellent, excellent. And what's your approach and preparation, you know, been like, especially doing with a new team and an expansion team, you know, at that, but getting ready for an inaugural season, kind of what's your uh, mentality and preparation for, you know, training camp and getting ready? Uh, it's great that we have so many new players. Everybody's new to the situation and you kind of like grow as a team because everybody has, is on the, is, has the same situation. Everybody's brand new. Nobody knows each other. And from that, we can build up. And so everybody, we have to stick together. And I think that's uh, that's 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 a great role for us. Yeah. And I mean, I think you hit on it perfectly. I mean, being a new expansion team, you're not just, you know, like a typical team would add, you know, piece by piece onto it. But yeah. you're really adding, you know, multiple pieces on at once. So, I mean, even piggybacking, you know, off that point there, you know, how is the team chemistry been so far you know during camp and obviously we have some of these closed match preseason games coming up and even myself and jay and i know a bunch of other inner miami fans are going to be making the trip over to uh the west coast of florida here but how's the team chemistry been coming together for you oh it's great it's great um we have a lot of south american guys from argentina or christian mccoon who's from i think venezuela and it's just fun it's uh like i said it's a great mentality it's a great culture and I'm just happy to be here. Everybody brings um, his culture into the team. And I think that's what makes us unique. I think that's that's great for us. And um, we all learn from each other. And yeah, it's just not nice to be here and enjoy the experience. Yeah, I mean, off the pitch, I mean, are you, are do you have your separate room in the hotel? Are you rooming with anybody? Can you tell us any kind of funny story that's happened in training camp so far? Anything like that? No, I'm rooming with AJ de la Garza, and um, a funny story. There are funny stories every day. I, I can't pick up, <laughs> but we have a lot of fu funny characters, and um, yeah, it's just it's just fun for us. We do what we love to do, and um, yeah, it's it's we have a great group together. Who who's the biggest character out there on the field? Uh, I would say Julian Carranza. He's a, he's a funny guy. <laughs> he, he's Excellent. a funny, funny guy. Uh, I really like him. Yeah, yeah, very good. We we've seen some some fun videos that the club's been sharing, and of course we've, uh, you know, kind of followed all the pictures and updates that that have come with that. But just so the fans can get a better understanding, what does a typical you know day look like during training camp? You know, what how's it kind of break down? How long does it last? And you know, kind of what what things are you guys working on? Um, a typical day is like we get up at 7.45 maybe, then breakfast is till 8.15, 8.30 maybe. And then we have a gym session at 9, training right after from like 10 to maybe, I don't know, 12, let's say. We go back to the hotel, eat, um, yeah, go to treatment or relax a little bit, go to sleep, rest. And then there's the second session at like 4 o'clock. And yeah, you saw till six uh, six forty. I I think I answered your 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 text, and now we're back in the hotel. And eight o'clock is dinner, and after that we're we're done. But um, we're done for today, and I think my body's done too. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. 
Well, it's a good thing you got dinner on there. And yeah, that's funny. I know we were talking about that a little bit. This was we were talking about having a an end time of practice and how funny that was. Where really you should have a start time and then we'll just figure it out whenever we're done with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought I thought I would make it till six thirty, but um, to be home. But I got a little later, forty five minutes later. It's it's okay. No, totally. And I, I, you know, I guess tell tell us about your interaction thus far and experience with Mr. Diego Alonso. We're we're really excited to have him, you know, leading the charge here on the team. Obviously, being our head coach. So how how's your been? How's your experience been thus far with Mr. Diego? Oh, it's been great. I think he's a great coach. He can help us a lot. He works really hard for us and with us, and uh, he re- he really understands football, and that's what 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 helps us a lot because he does. He doesn't want us just to kick the ball long and say, okay, we see what happens. He wants us to play. He wants us to develop, become better players. And I think that's very important and a good aspect. And, um, yeah, that's that's what we expect from a South American coach. And um, that's what, what they, they are uh, good at, like playing football. And I think that helps us a lot and that fits us a lot. You know, I, I'm kind of curious because I don't know if you've, you've listened to the pod much at all, but I have been so excited about you really since day one and and i think there you have big things in store for this club and i really like you know everything that i learned about you that i could basically find there's now a chance that you would be thrusted into a, a slightly more demanding role for our attack with the you know julian carranza injury you know i mean how, how are you kind of taking that on that you know your role is more than likely going to be larger at least in this you know kind of later training period where these scrimmages both closed and opened are, are coming up at uh, first, I feel really bad for Julian because I like him. He's a great guy. And, um, of course, injuries happen. It's unfortunate. But, um, yeah, that's that's why we have a roster of, I don't know, 25, 30 people. And um, if somebody's injured, the other guy has to step up. Um, I'm just working hard and try to see um, how, how I'm doing and trying to improve every day. And then at the end of the day, the coach decides if he wants to let me play or other if he decides... Um, to let other other players play and um yeah i think this, this will be a long season i always see it as the uh, season is not a sprint it's a marathon and everybody has to provide to the team at certain amount of uh games or playing time whatever and you just have to make the best out of it well i, I appreciate you being humble but I, I know you're gonna put in some goals for us man i, I don't know <laughs> I, I like my players uh, yeah. that, that have some germany you know experience your you're julian greens your you know christian Pulisic. so i i knew like right away i just have this great feeling it you know but but kind of jumping back real quick is there anything that, that you can kind of tell us on you know Kranz's injury and what that timetable looks like I have no idea. I I asked him a couple of times, and he said um, he 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 hopes he can be back soon. But the the time frame he doesn't really know yet because it's 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 a fresh injury, and um, yeah, it, uh, he doesn't know yet. But I hope he comes back soon. And um, injuries are are always you don't want to have one and it's just part of the game but you have to understand it i see it also it can also be worse but it can also be better but i just hope he comes back and um yeah he's a great character i like him and um yeah yeah he seems like a big piece to what you were saying earlier the puzzle on the 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 chemistry side of things and i know you know all the fans out here got reports of him you know getting carted off there with a left foot injury 
And I guess, you know, with that happening, obviously, and Carranza going down, you know, that kind of opens up a little bit more space and opportunity for, you know, some of the younger players to even maybe step up, you know, maybe your Pellegrini's, you know, maybe steps into that role on a little bit more of a striking front or, you know, Mr. Robbie Robinson, who was drafted here recently. Has there been a player that kind of, you know, caught your eye and a little bit kind of unexpectedly stood out to you um, in the positive sense? I think we have a great group. We have a great team together. Um, obviously, Mat- I like Mati a lot. He's a very good player. Um, Lee is very good. The Will Trap who we brought in is very good. And um, yeah, but we have to work as a team. I think uh, even though if we would have only one player who's pretty good, if the rest of us are not doing our job correctly, then it doesn't make any sense at all. But um, we all have to do what we, we do, what we're good at, and what we do best. And then, um, yeah, we have to win together as a team. It's not just one player winning a game. 100%. And, you know, with this roster now coming, you know, together, and we're, we're really seeing more of a full picture here. I mean, you look at, you know, some of the, the, the MLS vets that we have on this team, you know, you look at, you know, Luis Robles, uh, you know, Roman Torres, Ben Sweat. Uh, you know, even Alza or, or Alvis, uh, AJ De La Garza, um, you know, Lee Wynn, Jay Chapman, Victor Uyoya, Will Trapp. You know, like how important is is having those MLS veterans on there to bring up some of these younger players and even someone like yourself coming into the MLS really for, you know, your first season? Yeah, it's very important. You can see they know the league. They know what's going on, what uh what you need, what's the man for winning, and um, yeah, it's, you need you need every team needs those players. Um, of course, you need experience. It's good to have a couple of young guys, but with experience, you can do a lot. It's a very important part of the game. We agree 100% because we have we have a lot of young, talented players as well that are you know coming in uh, really to the U.S. for the first time. So I think it's it's absolutely necessary to kind of help mentor those players and, and and get them to to where they need to be. Yes, that's true, 100%. Definitely. So we're actually we're really excited because we're going to be out there for the fir- first open scrimmage against the Philadelphia Union. Um, but we got one coming up even before that with the USL team on the 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 six. So um, or over the the weekend rather. But um, you know how excited are you to to really start to to put you know the I guess quote unquote you know games out there and and, and you know see where you guys really stack up now. Yeah, it's very good. Um, we need games to to see uh, where we are right now, at what point we are right now. Um, but of course, scrimmages and um, those games friendlies are very important for us. But at the end of the day, you can have. I've had seasons where we played. I don't know six, five, six, uh, five, six good scrimmages. I don't know. We won against Manchester City or whatever, and then in the league we lost the first four or five games. So I think scrimmages are very important to for us as players, but it's it's nothing compared to to the to the game to the regular seasons to a real game fans are different um how things are approached are different travel is different so i think these scrimmages are important to get a rhythm because we're like 25 new players but at the end of the day first of march that's all that matters definitely definitely and you know, are you completely bought into the vision of, you know, ownership of, of you know, Moss and, and Beckham and, you know, Corey? Obviously, a lot of eyes are on this club because there are ties to David Beckham, who is a house, you know, household name pretty much anywhere you go in the world. You know, but what, what what's, uh, you know, your interaction been like with with ownership or the front office and, and kind of where they're looking to take the club? They're taking their job seriously. That's what I can say. Um, 
that we have great owners. They they do what they can. They do what they have to do, and um, we have to we have to do the rest. So they put put in together the pieces. They do everything they can to help us win games. And yeah, we have to just play the game and win. And I, you know, this is always a question I always like to ask people: is how, how did you get the news that? You know, you were joining the Inter Miami. How, how, where were you? How was that news broken to you? Who gave you the call? Who shot you the text? How did that all unfold? Uh, I was in El Paso, and um, yeah, pretty much my agent. He told me they were interested, and I didn't have to think really long. And I don't know, a couple of days, <laughs> week later, <laughs> awesome. It was all set. Yeah, well, There's we what, really to think about. <laughs> There's a, well, hey, we, that's music to our ears here, my friend, because we're excited to have you here. And and out of, out, of, out of curiosity, has David himself, Mr. Beckham, you know, joined the team, maybe kicked around the ball a little bit, or is he over there? Or has he had any interaction with the team thus far during training camp? No, not yet. I think he's pretty busy. But I saw he was on the training and uh, on the Lockhart's in the Lockhart stadium these days. And he's 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 involved in he's involved in all this, but he we he hasn't been here. I think maybe hopefully for the one one of those games, um, before we play or so that we'll, we'll he'll come to us and I don't know, wish us yeah. a good, good luck or a good season. Yeah, he uh he had a couple awesome pictures there floating around social media. I think it got a little bit more love than the Super Bowl in some areas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you can take whatever picture from him, man. It's a, it's a nice one. Exactly. exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, wish I, listen, could, I wish I could say that. Don't we yeah. all? <laughs> wonder, wonder. We 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 get better with age, you know. It's yeah. Right. You got you got to be patient. But uh, you know, we we know you got a dinner to get to. We don't want to get you in in any trouble or anything. We really do appreciate you you swinging by and. Speaking speaking with us uh i'm extremely excited to to watch you play and, and i'll more than likely be rocking a kisa vetter jersey out there um <laughs> you know but again thank you so much for the time it's been great to really give the listeners some insight into your world and you know kind of how you are approaching the situation and, and what to expect thank you very much yeah and you know like jay said you're a fan favorite here we're excited to see you out on the pitch here and thank you again jerome for joining us here on the podcast we look forward to talking to you soon no problem. Thank you very much. Have a good night. You good as well. Job. Vamos Miami. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hasta luego. What do you think about that one, bud? I loved it. It's a beast right there. He's going to lead our attack. Monster. Monster edition. Cannot be more happy to have Jerome on this team. Uh, again, been really hyped on this guy really since day one. Thank you so much again for coming on the podcast and speaking with us. Uh, and let's just keep it rolling into the listener favorite player rumors. Well, I don't know if it's a listener favorite, but it's definitely your favorite. And there are really two hot rumors right now being talked about. That's really Cavani and Modric. Yeah, Luka Modric and Edison Cavani, we talk about literally every single week, Edison. Yes. But Luka Modric has been one that we have discussed, you know, weeks prior and they're making really bold attempts to lure these players, trying to double their salaries to get them over here, which is, uh, I mean, you know, they already play for uh, Luca Real Madrid, in, in Cavani, PSG, so they're already making great money. But, you know, what DPs deserve that money. So we'll see what happens there as we continue to, uh, you know, heat up these rumors. Yeah, I mean, if we were to get either of those players on our team, and you're right, I mean, Cavani's been the day one guy as well. And, you know, Jay, we've we've talked this into existence before with Mr. Robles. That's a very good point. Yeah. So should we 
talk Modric or Cavani? I'm going to roll with Cavani, actually. All right. You know what? Cavani would be a great addition to this team. I think he would. Can't it's wait a, to see him It's here a possibility. Uh, <laughs> you know, knock on some wood. Knock on some wood. He'll be coming over here. You know, everybody pray to the, pray to the gods out there. Put that energy out to. there. Put that energy out there. Let yes. it come back in. Come back. And we might have a chance. Because Mercury's in retrograde. Is it? I have no idea. I thought that was a bad thing. I have no idea if it's a good or bad thing. All right. Well, we're going to keep this pod moving on. <laughs> yeah. Other, uh, let's just have a kind of fun, really unrealistic one is uh, Anton Griezmann, uh, who plays for Barcelona right now, won the World Cup with France. Great, great player. Trying to get him in his prime out of Barcelona. Good luck with that one. But you got to have a hope and a dream, as we have said before. And now... We can bet a player rumor because Mr. Roger Martinez will be staying with Club America. Uh, this is according to uh, Ortiz, who is uh, Roger's uh, agent, but uh, that he's going to be stayed. Uh, he's going to stay put because he wasn't satisfied with the compensation he was going to receive from the sale. You know what? That's fine. If he doesn't want to come down here and be the start of something good, then we don't want him. That's totally fine. And as we were talking a little bit earlier in the podcast, we may have Mr. Pizarro here finish uh, filling in one of our DP slots. So guess what that means? We will only have one left. So there's only one more player to sign on that slot. That is true. That is true. I mean, I know a lot of people wanted a DP, you know, forward, but I guess we'll hold him to that uh, that second DP slot form. But outside of that, that's basically the major rumors coming, you know, coming out of out of Europe, out of South America. Thanks for those rumors, Jay. I know that's always a fan favorite here, which brings me to a little bit of a sad part of the podcast. It's our last segment, which is listener questions. And this week's listener question comes to us from fan out of Pennsylvania who hit us up on Instagram. He was actually a first-time listener last week. Big fan of the podcast, so appreciate fan. Keep listening. And he says, hey, guys. Besides Orlando City, what game are you most excited for? Sorry, bud. <laughs> Shout out Three Kings. We got to get our sponsors in there. Shout out Three Kings, but I'm going to go ahead and take this one, Jay. I am most excited for our battle against Atlanta United on July 23rd. It's, it's actually only about two months after our first matchup, which is in Atlanta. So it should be a little bit of a repeat battle, depending on how that outcome comes. Myself, I am really excited about that because I have tons of buddies who are Atlanta United fans, and they fly up all the time for the Georgia area. So it's going to be fun to talk a little bit of smack, go to the game. It is a home game, which is always fun. And honestly, at about that junction in the season, we should be kind of figuring out our stuff out on the pitch so by then we should you know have some experience underneath our belt have some team chemistry some camaraderie you know the coaching staff figuring out what's working what isn't working and really have a true match you know kind of towards the back end of july so that would be a game that i am most looking forward to i'm also excited about that game on the back end of july for a reason completely separate than yours and non-related to soccer but that home game with Atlanta United falls on July 23rd, which happens to be my birthday. You don't say, Jay. It must have slipped my mind. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, you'll be you'll be doing most of talking about the game on that week's episode because it's going to be a little uh, in and out spotty for me, most likely. Yeah, you know, um, I just hope you make it into the game. And if you don't, just, just, just sleep it off. I'm sure Chloe will take good care of you. I'm making it in the game. The question is, am I going to make it out of the game? Chances are you're not going to make it in the game, so you're probably going to be out the game. 
That's that's a falsehood. I will be there. That's I actually am, a straight line living. if you think about it. Mm-mm. The game I would say I'm most excited about would have to be really towards the end of the season. We get to play uh, the Seattle Sounders at home on August 28th, right before the playoffs. So hopefully we are already locked into the playoffs. Uh, if we're still making a push and kind of straddling, straddling that line, that is a tough team to uh to have to get that win over just to ensure that so i really hope we're there before but reigning mls champs always have a solid squad really gonna be uh you know a good into the season for us yeah anytime that you can play the defending champion in your home stadium is a game that is to be reckoned with so i know the fans are going to turn out that should be a awesome game and especially like you said you know drawing for a little bit of playoff position obviously hopefully we're a little bit ahead of the game but if not that's cool too. Should be an exciting game, regardless. Yep. What do we? Uh, what do you have coming up here? Well, we actually have an exciting action pack next week. We are teaming up with the Cooligans, which we've been talking about for the last few weeks. They're a national podcast. They heard about what we're doing down here in South Florida. They wanted to go ahead and join, uh, kind of just join teams and have a little bit of conversation, a little bit of fun, and a little bit of games. Yeah, they're two comedians, so it should be a pretty fun experience for everybody. Then that following week, and we're actually going to be in St. Petersburg for the first open scrimmage against the Philadelphia Union. That we are. And for you gentlemen out there, you should know this, that that game falls on a Saturday. And Jay, what what, what falls on a Friday? Yeah, that's going to be Valentine's Day. That's going to be Valentine's Day. So this is to all you guys out there. Do not F this up. Do not screw this up. We do every year and we need to be better as a sex. That is just a cold heart fact. If you know that you're going to the game on Saturday, that's cool. But take care of your woman the night before because we don't want any pissed off families. We want only fun, joy, and excitement for this game. And that is an Inner Miami podcast PSA. Yes. And that is also someone speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we've all been there. We have all been there. Uh, but thanks for tuning in, everybody. As always, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Inner Miami Podcast. Uh, send us an email, Jay and Alex at InnerMiamiPodcast.com. And check out the website, also InnerMiamiPodcast.com. Yeah. Even hit us up on DMs and IG like our boy Than up there in Pennsylvania. Appreciate the comment like always. And until next week, I'm Alex. And I'm Jay. Vamos Miami.